At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. Yeah, Mallertown! The normal routine, the daily grind, the weekend grind is upon us. And this is our Friday kickoff the weekend podcast, Danny G. Back to the the daily slop of sports talk radio after a fun weekend. And, And for you, it was all week in Phoenix at the Super Bowl. And I thought, what better way to kick off the weekend than a complete look back at everything that took place, all the stories that we did not have time to get to as it was a wild scene as we were recording those podcasts on, on uh, Friday and Saturday and all that last weekend. Yeah. And I would like to start by saying this recap is brought to you by bounty. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, and, And I think we should start by explaining how that worked. Because uh, some people were emailing me like, what was going on? It seemed like you didn't realize who was going to be there. And I'm like, I, I want to write back to everybody. But the way that works, we were sitting on these really comfortable chairs. On There there, there was a podcast set up that the company, Fox Sports Radio, had the main stage. Mm-hmm. And then off to the right was a, a bunch of really nice, comfortable chairs. And they had recording equipment. And that was for a podcast. Oh. So we, me and Danny were sitting off the side, and we had multiple people, Danny, going around who were looking for people to come on the podcast, right? Yeah, well, our booking agent for our network, she kept coming up to me and whispering in my ear options for guests for our podcast. The nice guy you are, 
you you don't like to be the bad guy, which I understand. We would have to uh, nicely decline certain guests that I didn't think were worthy of Ben Maller's podcast. And she looked a little irritated from time to time, but it paid off because after saying, no, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. Third time was the charm because that's when she walked Emmett Smith over to us. Yeah, so I had no idea, neither did Danny G, that Emmett Smith was going to pop up. And in my peripheral vision, off to the side, I see this group of people because Emmett's got his son with him. He's got some PR people, some, you know, it's a whole posse of people. And so I just like look off the side. And the first thing I saw was this bowl of chicken wings. <laughs> you so, got excited. I got excited. And then I, I didn't even look who was holding the chicken wings. And then there was like paper towels. I was hoping Emmett Smith was promoting like some sort of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been great. And then so I was like, well, wait a minute. This is the all time leading rusher in NFL history who just popped up out of nowhere, out of thin air, like abracadabra, hocus pocus. And so that was. That was pretty cool. We had no idea that that was going to happen. And you did turn down. Danny's not exaggerating. You turned down multiple people. And I'm just like, okay, fine. We'll talk to that person. I don't really want to talk to that person, but we can we can do it. You know, if they want us to talk to that person, I can do five minutes with that person. How, how hard could that be? No one wanted to, well, nobody wants to hear that, but I was like, I could do it. Why not? It is a, a wild scene, though, at this radio row. Because and I I I wasn't the one last year. We were there a little bit and uh, and just kind of experiencing everything. It's like a a swap meet. Yeah, I would say a fancy swap meet. Yeah, because you've got all these highfalutin PR people that are walking around who and agents, uh, and you just see these people and you some of them you recognize. I saw Lee Steinberg just like wandering around aimlessly. Uh, at, at Radio Row, uh, the agent for Patrick Mahomes. But all these guys and women are trying to sell their clients to get airtime. They're whoring themselves out to get airtime so they can sell you paper towels or God only knows what. And yeah. it's and fascinating. It's really weird with the players wandering around too, Ben, former and current, because I ran to the bathroom. I'm standing there, get a quick uh, CNRP break. And Kurt Warner is taking a whiz at the urinal right next to me. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus! It's a magical urinal. Kurt Warner, <laughs> Hall of Fame, MVP quarterback, Kurt Warner, right there urinating in the bathroom. Uh, there, there were, I, I will give the NFL credit, there were a lot of bathrooms. There were bathrooms on each side. So I felt like there were plenty of bathrooms, multiple. You need that. There's hundreds and hundreds of people in that thing off to the side there. So they needed to diversify their snacks, though. I felt like they were chocolate heavy and maybe like uh, chips and stuff like that. But I felt sick anytime I went over to the snack table. Yeah, well, that snack table, that's a whole different thing. You mentioned this last week and it was it was crazy. It was like being at Costco, but they only had M&M's. Uh, there were like Twix bars. Yeah. There's a lot of different candy products. There was like big packages of gum, uh, yeah. lots of sodas, soda out the ass. Yeah, there was plenty of that. And it was all lined up behind, off to the side. You had to like, I didn't know where it was. You told me, Danny, you gave me the treasure map and you told yeah. me like where to go to get all the stuff. And 
and it was it was crazy. I mean, the water was great to have the bottled water. That was good. Yeah, the other stuff. Back in my big eating days, I would have loved that. I would have grabbed like a big five pound bag of M M&M and M and M's, and I would just eat it. I would have been like gone for it and all that oh. stuff. But and 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 also point out that the the security. I felt like I was at the Pentagon when I uh, had to walk into different rooms and I had to like flash my my badge, all the the different layers of security, which was really funny when I was doing the overnight show. And I was the most protected man in the history of radio. I felt like Rush Limbaugh or Howard Stern because I was the only person in that entire hall, that convention center in Phoenix. And at every door, and there were a bunch of doors, there were multiple security guards. There were police officers, like dudes with guns, like just wandering around. And all of it for me, Danny. I felt like the most important guy in radio that here I am in the middle of the night at this lazy convention center. Everyone else is sleeping and nonstop, nonstop security. No one was going to mess with me. No, no. These people would have taken a bullet for me, Danny. Normally, those fine folks would have been in their warm bed sleeping. How do you feel about the fact that you made them all stay up throughout the night? <laughs> no, I was told that they were there all like every day. Like they had to be there. Like they had to guard the the equipment. That's a lie. They were, probably were lying. The other <laughs> thing I noticed doing the overnight show was how annoyed there were only a few East Coast morning shows. There was a show from Philly. Uh Boomer Esiason was there for the WFN show. Mm-hmm. And there was I, I think Toucher and Rich. I didn't see Toucher and Rich. I those are the guys that follow our show in Boston on the sports hub. And I wanted to meet, I wanted to meet toucher. I think he was, he was there. And, uh, unfortunately I couldn't find him. I got a weird look from Boomer Esiason's producer. Like, I think it seemed like the guys were kind of annoyed that I was there. Cause I, I hadn't been there all week and they came in and I was like barking and, you know, screaming and all that stuff. Brian, Bill- Brian Billick. So I seemed like they were annoyed. By that, they were they were bothered by that. I was also annoyed that the NFL would not allow regular people into Radio Row because last yeah. year there were there were regular like fans that got to walk around and see what was going on, and we were totally segregated from everyone else. I didn't like that. Yeah, there were fans standing outside the convention center holding footballs and pens and hoping they would get a glimpse of superstars to sign their memorabilia. And you're right. There usually would be a fan day or a VIP day where they would parade a couple hundred fans through the radio row. They can't blame it on COVID when they did it once last year. Somebody tried giving me the COVID excuse, and I was like, oh, give me a break. You got to get that break here now. Well, you know what they say, and this, this works for anything the rest of our lives, Danny, out of an abundance of caution. You say that, who's going to question it, right? Out of an abundance of caution, I've decided to not wipe my ass. Uh, and Well, okay, you know, out of an abundance of caution, maybe he's got bad toilet paper or something like that. I don't know. But I was pumped out because I had this in my head when I got the word that we were going to be doing, I was going to be doing the overnight show. I was like, all right, this is cool. Like I can, I can meet some of the big fans of the show that live in Phoenix or happen to be at the Super Bowl. And I was like, all right, this is exciting. 
And then I showed up and I found out no one was allowed in. And even if you bought money for the N or you paid money for the NFL experience, you could still not be part of it. And I was like, that was that kind of stupid. That's it's kind of dumb. I, I know Dominican Mike was in town. Doc Mike was very upset. I'm a doctor. And several other P ones. Oh, yeah. Your boy Sean was really upset that he couldn't hang out with you and grab a <laughs> uh Lee who's famous on the show. He doesn't work overnight anymore, but Lee used to work at a quickie Mart in Phoenix and he wanted to meet me. And I, I would have been cool to hang out with everybody, Brandon, some of these other guys, but uh, the NFL security stonewalling my fine plans to hang out with people. And then I was like, well, I'll do a last minute Maller meet and greet, but those never really go well because people need more notice. And that usually doesn't work. But then I got called in because I had to work an extra show on Friday after we were done podcasting. And that actually led to a scavenger hunt, Danny, that I, I must get into now. This is a podcast exclusive. No oh. one else has this content. Let's have Marcel tweet this out. Yes. Yeah, this is a global exclusive. This is almost as big as when Marcel let the world know the Titanic had crashed and no one else had reported that on radio because radio did not exist when the Titanic crashed. What? On Friday, I was asked by the boss to do a bonus show. Now, Danny, I don't think I had much wiggle room to get out of this, right? Because they they invited me to come to the Super Bowl, so I kind of had to play along, right? Oh, there's no question. Yeah, so... Not only did we do the podcasting, we did you know a bunch of podcasts. And after that wrapped up, you immediately went on the air with Covino and Rich to do that show. So I headed over to Marley's Sports Bar in downtown Phoenix. Now, it was lunchtime. It was late in the afternoon. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I, I had heard about Marley's when I'd watch Suns games on the satellite or listen to them on the radio feed. Thunder Dan Marley. This place had been around for a long time. Oh, Dan Marley played for the Suns in the 90s. That's a long time ago. So I figured this place must be really good. It's been around that long. I mean, holy crap. This must be like the greatest sports bar around. Most of these places don't last that long. So I, I told the wife who was with me, I said, let's go to Marley's. It's right across the street. This is great. Thunder Dan, you know, she has no idea who that is. She is not a sports fan. She doesn't give a rat's ass who Dan Marley is. Uh, I got to tell you, though, I don't. Did you eat there, Danny? Did you? No. Okay. Not impressed. <laughs> not not impressed. I was disappointed. I, I I was expecting more. I was like, this place has been around for 30 years. I got the chicken fingers and fries. And it wasn't bad, but it felt like they bought it. And they just kind of put it in the microwave or something like, you know, they bought it at like Costco. They bought a big bag of chicken fingers and just put it in it. And the ambiance was pretty cool. There was a good vibe going. The food was not good. So on the Maller food review, restaurant review, one to 10, I'm going to give it a three. Marley's gets a three. And maybe it was just a bad day because there were a lot of people. The place was packed because of the Super Bowl. I enjoyed the ambiance. It seemed like a cool place to hang out, but the food sucked. And I, I mean, that's kind of the most important thing at a restaurant, the food. Am I wrong in that, Danny? Is that a bad take by me? Cause I don't think that's a bad take. I think that's the proper take. 
No, I mean, unless it's just known as a bar, but this is a restaurant, right? Well, it is a restaurant bar. It's a sports bar. But I think restaurant, you've been around a long time. Yeah, it's not like some dirty, damp bar, right, where it's just a bunch of bar stools and pool tables. Well, and that's a great location because you've got the Diamondback Stadium on one side a couple blocks away, and then on the other side you've got the Suns Arena all downtown Phoenix right there. So if you're a sports bar, where would you rather be than between a basketball arena and a baseball stadium? Although who's going to Diamondback games these days? Uh, They they blow, and uh, the Suns are good, and everyone was all excited because of the Kevin Durant trade. But but anyway, so that was my my lunch experience. So then we headed back to Radio Row for the odd couple. We had a production meeting, something that I have not done in many years, a production meeting with a producer before the show to go over the show. This is this is foreign to me, Danny. I'm not used to this. Normally, I just show up and turn the mic on, and that's it. Koopa Loop, and that's my man. Um, we had to pre-record a couple of things for the show and do that kind of stuff. But wrong button Bob, my old producer from the show, the overnight show, is producing the odd couple, so it's great to see him. And uh, I was in for Chris Broussard, who was off on assignment doing television. So I was told I would only be on for an hour with the great Rob Parker. And we went over a bunch of topics. We were spitballing topics and whatnot. And supposed to be 60 minutes. I ended up doing an extra 30 minutes of content because I was told that Chris was running a little late. We yep. had we had Aiden Hutchinson on. I was there. Yeah, I heard you guys ripping LeBron James. Who me? <laughs> At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob despises, he absolutely despises the Lions, so he was goofing on the Lions with Aiden Hutchinson of the Lions, who did admit, I'll give him credit, he did admit, even though he's a Michigan boy, he grew up in Michigan, does not did not grow up a Lions fan. <laughs> in, right there in the uh, in the belly of the beast, uh, down there, and he now he plays for the hometown team, which ruins the story, Danny. The 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 ready made boilerplate story: hometown kid plays for childhood favorite team, leads them to the Super Bowl. No, uh, he might lead them to the Super Bowl someday, but that was not his childhood team at all. Uh, in any way. So that was cool. And then, uh, you know, did the 30 minutes. And when that ended, it was on like Donkey Kong. Uh, Radio Row was being torn apart at that point. As the Friday night, people were leaving, people were running to the airport, a lot of radio dudes scrambling to get to their flights to get back to God only knows where. And as the demolition of Radio Row is taking place. Myself and Rob Parker, now Broussard's there, but me and Rob Parker decide to team up. We got together in a long segment and went on a scavenger hunt around, around, around hand to God, I'm not making this up by the way. So we were looking around because Bob Guerra had pointed out, hey, uh, it's Friday night and a lot of people leave stuff behind. Because they're they're in a rush to get to the airport, there's stuff they can't take on the plane with them, and so that of course perked my interest up. And Rob Parker, who loves a deal more than me, uh, you know, we're both cut out of the same cloth on that. Uh, we're you know tightwads, and so uh, Rob got all excited, and we were we were running around, we were going from table to table. It was. It was Radio Row being torn down. Me and Rob were going around, and we were picking up all the goodies. That people are left behind it. Did and you find Jim Rome's workout gloves? I, I found Jim Jim Rome's hair gel. I found some of that. That was off off to the side. Uh, that was that was pretty neat. Uh, I think Boomer Esiason left an old pair of Bengals underwear that uh, he had worn. Oh my gosh! But my, I mean, it was just, it was there was a lot of crap, a lot of stuff that we didn't want. But one man's trash is another man's treasure, and. I actually scored multiple hats that people had left behind. And oh, nice. Rob did also. And it's great. These are for like media companies that I've never heard of that are trying to get their name out. And it's great because these hats are the kind of hats when you go to the gym or you work out or summertime, who gives a, a shit if they get all sweaty because they're free hats. It doesn't matter when they get all nasty. You can just throw them away. And then at, at, at the at the very end, we then hit the stash of candy and chips and water. 
<laughs> and we loaded up. I took one of those big bag, you know, the big bags of M and M's. Oh, I knew you five, would. Five pound bag of M and M's. I grabbed that, and uh, there were a bunch of other like chips, random chips and stuff. And but I thought we did pretty well. We made out like bandits, considering we only walked around. It was like a ten minute treasure hunt. Uh, we walked around there, and so we got a couple of workout hats and candy chips. Some water. The water was not a good idea. We took a lot of water, but then we realized when you go to the airport, even if it's sealed, they don't let you take the water. So you're screwed. So we donated the water. We took it to the airport and we donated the water to the uh, some charity at the airport or whatever. They're going to give it to people that are down on their luck, Danny. So they'll get. And I, actually, I think they said the, the the charity the airport gives the water to is for people, migrants that are like, I guess they die out in the Arizona desert because there's no water out there. You know, they cross over from Mexico. Racist. I I just gave him the water. I said, do what you want with it. I'm I'm good with that. That was your good deed for 2023. Well, it was really the NFL that gave me the water, and then I passed it forward. So it's the NFL's good deed. And what do you think happened to the rest of that? There were still pallets. I know. Candy and water. Like, what happens to that? Oh, they save it for next year's radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, those M&Ms will last through the nuclear war. Those M&Ms go forever, man. Yeah, those in the gum. The chips would probably be the only thing slightly stale. That is a fair point. So looking back at the week that was at the Super Bowl, there was one other story that I have, and I know you've got some stories as well, but there's one other story I wanted to give, and we were going to give this on the Sunday podcast, but unfortunately we had a bunch of great interviews and we ran out of time. So I'm going to call this one the Heisman. So I mentioned the hotel issues that myself and the wife had. We were in a demilitarized zone. It was like uh, Camp Fallujah. Uh, it was just brutal, the, the original hotel. So we had to scramble to find another hotel. And this is at the very last minute. Hotel rates are going through the roof. And the company was actually pretty cool. They realized that we probably should not have put Maller up at a demilitarized zone. It's unsafe. So we were able to cancel the reservation. You probably remember that. And then my wife scrambled to find a new hotel. And Considering all the stuff going on in Phoenix with that big golf tournament, the waste management tournament, the Super Bowl, easier said than done. She was able to track down this boutique hotel near downtown. So that problem was solved, kind of. So we we check into this hotel. We get to this hotel. My wife's like, hey, good news. This is a cannabis-free hotel, she says. And that was kind of random. I was like, why would there be a cannabis? Why would somebody promote their cannabis-free hotel? That doesn't make any sense. But I was like, okay, whatever. I was in a hurry. And uh, it turns out, Danny, that my wife, in her haste to read the sign, let's just say she was a little bit off. Uh, This was actually a cannabis-friendly hotel, not a (laughs) cannabis-free hotel. Uh, the complete opposite. She had misread it. And uh, and so this was like a, a weed smoker's paradise. Smoke weed every day. No wonder you were so chill on Friday. I know. I was very mellow. The hotel 
transformed Super Bowl weekend. They had signs in in the uh, in the in the in the lobby of the hotel. Cannabis capital. It it read, and they had another sign that said fourth and twenty. I'm going to send this to you just so I, I can show you that I'm not I'm not making this up. But it was the the Heisman thing that got my attention. Okay, because this is hilarious. Not only is it the cannabis capital, they had the invite only party all weekend long, dubbed Fourth and Twenty Hotel Takeover. They had a meet and greet mixer. There was a Madden qualifying event. I guess you could smoke the weed and play Madden. But the star of the show, Danny, the star, the star of the show, Josh Gordon. Eh, no, that would have been good. This guy also pretty good. They dubbed it fourth and twenty. The hotel takeover. Ricky Williams. I knew it. Ricky Real Williams. Uh, I'm looking at his picture from uh, the text you just sent I me. I just sent you. That was in the lobby, Danny. That's what we saw in the lobby. And if you look at the very bottom, they have the names of the different companies that are part of this event. And if you'll notice at the very top of that bottom part, it says Heisman. I believe that's Ricky Williams Weed Company, which is brilliant. The former Heisman Trophy winner. Of course, this is spelled a little differently, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) If you notice, that's uh, H-I-G-H-S-M-A. And uh, Heisman with Ricky Williams. They had a D, they had a pool party right in the middle of the hotel. They had a DJ. There was a guy, and I got a little confused by this, Danny. There was a guy dubbed Weed Man. Ben, I love you. But it didn't look anything like our Weed Man. This guy had <laughs> tights on, and he was like the DJ. He was at the DJ. Oh, so instead of Superman. It was Weed Man, like, yeah, yeah. I, I get you. Did he yeah, have a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he have a green cape? No, he had like green and white tights on. He did have a cape. I don't think that it was green though. I don't know what color the the cape was. So th- this music was like blasting. It was wild. Everyone was having a good time and all that, and um, it was quite quite the scene at the. At the hotel, and and people were like, we were getting a lot of Uber and Lyft rides around Phoenix, and we'd get dropped off at the hotel, and every once in a while, we'd be like, what's going on at your hotel? What is <laughs> ah, nothing, nothing at all. You know, it's just a just a random Friday or Saturday. That's all. Just a couple of kids having a grand old time. Why is there a a banner outside your hotel that says High Supply? <laughs> oh yeah it's uh it's funny i got in the elevator i'll show you this too Dan. i'll send this to you here and i saw i saw this in the elevator i thought okay that's good there you go that'll get you excited Dude, they, your hotel sounds way more fun than mine well you were probably staying right near the convention center we were we were pretty uh you know decent drive away so we all were, right it's uh i see a a poster it says i want you to get high Heisman house yeah. at the elevations lounge. And there's a football player and it looks like a bunch of smoke behind the, yeah, he's got a, he's got one of those visors on his helmet and that's the only thing that's lit up wrong. 
How much money do you think Ricky Williams is making from this? He must be getting filthy rich off this, right? Yeah, well, we know Tyson has made a ton of money from his crops and his uh, ranch. He has different products out. So I'm guessing Ricky Williams has made a nice little living off of his companies. He was the first well-known athlete to do it. Yeah, I had a friend of mine, casual friend, who was an NBA broadcaster. This is probably five, six, seven years ago now. And he had been an NBA radio and television commentator for a local team. He left that job. He got a weed license in the state of Oregon. And this guy played in the NBA. He wasn't a star in the NBA. He played, you know, he was a role player, a bench player, but he played like seven or eight years in the NBA. So he made a decent amount of money. He told me within the first year and a half doing the weed, he made more money than he had made his entire career in the NBA. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts, man. The guy, he said it was like, like a license to print money because he was one of the first people in that state to get one of these licenses. And remember how excited people were. They didn't have to go to the underground to get their weed. They could just, you know, go to the, if you're in a weed friendly state, you could go down to a, you know, establishment and you didn't. Sure. Know, be shady about it or even if you were you could get a medical card pretty easy and then go to the dispensary and and get it from somebody with a license like that yeah yeah exactly uh so and then uh, the, to wrap it up i had a chance to catch up with my cousin who lives in phoenix one of my cousins i didn't get to see everybody because of time constraints but i got to hang out with my cousin a little bit and the great turk stevens who you know you work, yeah. you work at a different network than uh, the network that that, you know, I I work with him at Fox Sports Radio, but you were, I think, at NBC, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I caught up with Turk. Turk lives in the Phoenix area, and he says hello. He's a former sports radio vet. Now, he's been a teacher for a long time, like 10 years or something like that. Almost 10 years, he's been a PE teacher. Yeah, nice guy. He did uh, national updates for us there at NBC. Yeah, he worked on my show, and he was the one of the pennies in the early days of Benny versus the penny. It was Benny Ben versus the coin back then so <laughs> that was that was how you were the coin that sounds weird yeah it is kind of weird yeah I, I gotta tell you before we we wrap this up i don't know if you, you've got anything else to add i the one person i was most impressed with that i saw at radio row although i didn't get a photo i was trying to get a photo with the guy flavor Flav, who you booked on covino yes. and rich and he that guy is such an expert this guy you can tell this guy you know public enemy back in the day and all that he's been a big deal since the 80s this guy knows how to slide through a crowd and not stop for photos and move. What a, what a maestro Flavor Flav is. He avoids hits like Josh Jacobs. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. He, you're he, right. He, he, slithers, he slithers through crowds. I was very impressed. I was like, okay, I'll catch up with him. I, you know, he's kind of getting up there in age. He's older than I am. I can probably catch up with him. No, no. I mean, he bounced off the Cavino and Rich stage. And then he just kind of slid. He glided. And all these people, all these losers like me are trying to get a photo with him. And he just cruised into the VIP section where we were not allowed. And that's how he did it. It's a solid move. And I also noticed, like, behind our stage, there was a walkway. And a lot of, like, Emmett Smith came out of that walkway. It seemed it wasn't, like, off limits, but a lot of people didn't know about it. And so it seemed like some of the bigger names were walking in the back there, in the hedges. Yeah, that's where we saw Darren Waller pass by as we were broadcasting. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Anything else, Danny, you want to add? Anything that stands out here from the week that was at the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix? Yeah, I got a quick story. Instead of slimed, I'll call it limed. You know those stupid scooters they have all over the streets and the corners? Yeah. They're called Lime. Friday night, when I got finished with post-production and you were on the air with Rob, I took off, finally, to, to close out my week. Covino and Rich, they were already long gone at some restaurant in Scottsdale. So I had to find my own dinner, which was fine, and I was going to meet up with them later. I had a, a little bit of a mission because... The Ubers were not popping. They were like 20 minutes away. It was a 25-minute walk to the hotel, which we did as a show quite a few times during the week. So I had an executive decision to make. I was really tired from a long work week. I'm like, can I do this last 25-minute walk to the hotel? Had my heavy backpack on. And then the other problem, you've probably dealt with this in your life, where you need to get an Uber, but your phone is about to die. 
Oh, yeah, that sucks. It's like a ticking time bomb because you're like, can the Uber get to me before my phone dies? It's like that scene in every holiday, like Hollywood movie where like you can see the clock on the dynamite and it's ticking <laughs> down. You're like, when is it going to we going to make it? Is it going to explode? And boom goes the dynamite. I find uh, somewhere to plug in for a few minutes to give my phone a little bit of a charge. It happened to be the Renaissance Hotel near the convention center and they had a little block party an nfl block party going on i slide my way like flavor flav into the bar area right outside the bar and i plug into an outlet and i'm sitting there just looking through some some uh podcast notes and things i was still wrapping up and guess who walked by christian watson hey yeah who we had interviewed yeah, we had interviewed on the fifth hour. That's right. And he sees me and he's like, bro, come to the bar. I'm going to buy you a drink. Nice. And I told him, well, I'm charging my phone. And he's like, oh, hang on. I'm going to bring the drink to you. So <laughs> he brings the drink to me. I'm sitting there outside this little party. And I have a drink now sitting on the table with my phone plugged in. He was the nicest guy. So obviously that's the hotel he was staying at. That's cool, man. I'm pulling for that guy. That's my new favorite receiver, by the way, Christian Watson. I want to see yeah. that guy end up in the Hall of Fame. Good Same. Yeah. So now I have a drink, and um, I'm waiting for my phone to charge. I get like a 30% charge. That'll do it. All right. Put the heavy backpack back on, and I'm on foot. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Instead of Uber right now, let me find something to eat as I walk to the hotel. You know, it was hard in the downtown area because there was really cheap food like taco stands. And then there was really fancy restaurants like you feel like you needed a jacket. Finally, I saw some cops inside a Mexican restaurant. You like avocados? And if the local police are in there, you know, it must be one of their hangout spots. The food's got to be decent. So I get some uh, tacos an enchilada i get the combination plate to go the guy hooks it up he bags it really nice for me and now i'm like you know what i don't want to mess with an uber i don't want to wait around for this food to get cold i'm gonna just scan my phone on one of these lime scooters take your camera you scan the little barcode it starts up the light comes on how much does this cost, these scooters? I've never been on one of these scooters. So what is the cost? It's a really good deal. It's $8 a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, Plus tax. Plus yeah. tax. Well, you know, the thing in Phoenix is all those minor league stadiums. I, I've, I've heard this from a million sports writers. Like, if you ever rent a car in Phoenix, you don't want to do it at Sky Harbor Airport because that's where they put all the taxes to pay for the minor league stadiums. And so you have to go outside. So I, I assume outside the airport. But I assume everything like that, that's how they make all their money back for these stadiums. So they jack up the price for these scooters and all that other stuff. Yeah. And and by the way, I'm still a little bit under the weather. And uh, I think I got sick on this night, Ben, because as you know, it, it was pretty cold out on some of the nights there in Phoenix. It surprised it people. And as you know from a previous episode of The Fifth Hour, Danny, those scooters have more germs on them than a toilet. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like they've done studies that for, for whatever reason, the Neanderthals that use those scooters on the regular do not wash their hands. And God only knows where their hands go. And they're disgusting. 
I remembered you talking about that on the podcast. So yeah. I had my hand sanitizer. Okay. So it's like $4 to get the scooter started. And then it's like, I think it said 40 cents for every minute afterwards. It's not that far of a ride. At this point, I've already walked halfway looking for food. I just, my legs are tired. I'm a little tired. I need to get the other half in on this scooter. So I'm jamming down the street, Ben. I look like a local. I'm weaving in and out of the people who are going to the NFL fan experience. And I'm like, suckas. I'm popping wheelies up curbs. I get to the hotel. Problem. Uh When I try to turn the scooter off, it says I'm in a prohibited area of the city. I cannot park the scooter there. (laughs) Oh, no. And I'm like, you got to be effing kidding me, man. So it shows like this little map, almost like a GPS. So I have to find a dumb street now where I can put the scooter on a corner. I finally find that and I've wasted time now and money. There's other ones on a corner. I park it right next to another Lime scooter. I'm like, ah, all right. Now it's going to be like a little bit of a walk to the hotel, but I'm cool. I can park this thing and get rid of it. Scan it to turn off the ride. Blank page comes up and it says, cannot load your account. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? So I do it again, scan it again, try it again, turn my phone off, reset my phone. I was out there trying to turn this damn scooter off for 45 minutes. What? I talked to uh, like the NFL experience uh, volunteers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to a cop that was on the corner next to the hotel, and he told me, Yeah, he's like, people have been having trouble with those stupid scooters all week. I didn't want to leave this thing unattended. So how much was it? I'm doing the math. It's a 40 cents times, what, uh, 40, uh, you were there 18, 45 minutes? Is that right? Oh, man, that's a a decent amount of cash just to stand around. Well, you're going to have to wait it out. He said, eventually, it'll turn itself off, hopefully. He said, hopefully, and I was like, you got to be effing kidding me. Now, at this point, my food is cold. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm I'm sitting there on the curb. And in my mind, I'm thinking about Covino and Rich sitting at a nice steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how the hell did I just get limed on my last night here in Phoenix? Wow. Finally, this freaking thing turns itself off because it said that I had it parked for so many minutes, it was idle for too long, so they were going to automatically turn it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to send an email to the company, back and forth emails all week long while I'm back at home. Ben, they still have not taken that big charge off of my debit. Well, just expense it to the company, Danny. I'm sure the company will take care of it, right? They'll put that in the expense account, nothing to worry about, yes? You're fired. You think Scott would look at this and be like, why was this f- riding around on a scooter for an hour? You spent $200 on a scooter? What are you talking? We could have gotten a hotel room for that. What's wrong with you? You dope. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I, before we forget, I, I just I wanted to add one last thing here. So I also went to my first Super Bowl party. Rob Parker got me into a Friday night Super Bowl party. Oh, and hey, he- look at he- you. VIP status at the party. Were you popping bottles? Yeah, it was all right. I was expecting it to be a, a little more lavish. 
I, I, I don't know what I thought in my head, but I didn't expect it to be what it was. It was good. I had a good time. The wife, she had a good time. It was fun. We showed up a little late and um, they had like food trucks and they had people walking around with you know, different little finger foods and things like that. And they did have the open bar because we were VIP. So that was cool. Uh, but that, that was fun. So I can check that off my bucket list. I've now been to a Super Bowl party. Woohoo! Damn. It used to be one of our listeners, and I, I doubt she's still around as a listener. I hope she's still alive. But every year she would send me the same email. This is back in the early 2000s. She was a party planner. She was looking for you know quasi-celebrities to host Super Bowl parties. And she'd always email, are you going to be in Atlanta? Are you going to be in Miami or New Orleans or, or San Diego or wherever the Super Bowl was? And every year I'd write back, no, I'm not going to be there. And she's always like, well, we'll, we'll have a party. We'll have you as the headliner on the party. And now that I'm actually going to these things, I have no one to throw the party. So yeah, you outlived her. I guess so. Anyway, we'll get out on that. We've got a full weekend of pods, as you know. Saturday, a brand spanking new Life of Maller, Life of Danny G podcast, the mailbag on Sunday. Anything to promote here, Danny? Anything at all you want to promote? As always, go to the app, either iHeart or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts and listen to everything from last week. And, of course, listen to FSR live on the iHeart app. I mean, it is Wide and long. That is 100%. I second that. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Remember, five stars on the podcast. And tell a friend, word of mouth advertising, the way to go. And we'll catch you next time. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.